There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Alex Brand Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brand Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. I thought I would get the nod. Okay, we're, no, we're going to do a live spot. No, right? Yes, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Every week. Walzer.com. When one Walzer commercial is not enough, we'll do two. When is it ever? Exciting news. J-Lo and Brent Fangle, who run two of our Nissan stores, are going to start advertising on the morning show on KQ starting, I think, Monday. We're going to do the first ads tomorrow. So I like these guys a lot. They've got some really cool specials put together for winter. There's a sign-and-drive special right now. I don't think it's on their website. It'll probably be up tomorrow. It's either a Rogue S all-wheel drive or an Altima all-wheel drive. A lot of people don't know about that car. You can lease either one of them, sign and drive, for $2.99 a month. So here's the challenge I have in writing the commercials. Jason Leckler, we all call him J-Lo. That's the way we used to have to log into our computers, and it's kind of funny because he looks like Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. So <laughs> That's, we're gonna here's use, a compliment. We're going to use his name, but i got to figure out, i got to <laughs> come up with a cool nickname for Brent Fangle because... Brayfa doesn't have the quite the same punch yeah, that J-Lo does. Good. So if anybody has any good, cool nicknames, call the studio line at... Uh, I don't even know where the number is anymore. It's gone. 612-295-1526. So all you need to know. Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. You know what I love about this studio? Before Andy hit the time, I looked up and it uh, it had uh, daylight savings time on the clock. Twelve eighteen. That's twelve eighteen somewhere. Wow, yeah. yeah, it's Florida. It's Florida East Coast. forward. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's Florida. It's twelve eighteen in Florida. I don't think we've we ever actually used that thing as a clock. So. No, we haven't. You're absolutely right. There's that. You are correct, sir. I just uh, I just found out who Billie Eilish was because I had no idea who Billie Eilish was. It's clear people are interested in Billie Eilish. Her debut studio album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And Do I Give a Rat's Ass? There should be a longer title for that uh, album. <laughs> uh, Notch, two Grammy nominations became the most played album of 2019 on both Spotify and Apple Music. That fascination with the 17-year-old singer, she'll turn 18 later this month has now also led to an impending $25 million deal with Apple TV Plus for an already completed documentary on her, directed by R.J. Cutler and produced by her Interscope label. Sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that could lead to a massive payday for Eilish, per THR, which says the movie reportedly cost $2 million at the most to make, so she should make uh, 
about $23 million off the deal. So that's good. Where did we go wrong? I know, for real. I, I got I get a tip off for you. Here's where we went right. This girl will be lucky to be alive 10 years Yeah, ago. that's, that's well, the hopefully problem. Hopefully she's got some guardianship to help yes. take care of that money. Because, I mean, she could be, but in most cases like hers, when, when you're that young. When the media just randomly decides to inform yeah. the country that you're the most important person in the world. Yeah, that's not a good thing to do to a 17-year-old. No. It works really out is. well for basketball players generally. Yeah, how they do <laughs> Or NFL players. They get a good three, four years. That's about the rest of it. That's about, yeah, I think three and a half, four years is about the average run, isn't it? Yeah. In the NFL and the NBA. We had a uh, a management coach, trainer, motivational speaker come in a few times. And normally that sort of stuff, I just hate it. But this guy was really cool and he was funny. And he played for the Packers back in the 90s. Who was it? He goes, a guy named Eric Bowles. He was. uh, I don't know him. I think he was a wide receiver. I've heard of this he person. played for the Eagles too, I believe. Oh, he did. Okay. But he says, "You know what NFL stands for?" I'm like, no, not for long. We stole that from God. What was that guy's name? NFL stands for not for long. <laughs> yeah. God, who was it? That was it the New Orleans head coach back in the day? That that is literally about forty years old. Yeah, I've, it, it, it's still kind of rung true, and and, the, and I'm not a big football fan, although I've been watching more and more in the last year or two. I think because of my stepsons. But one of the things that he talked about that I had no idea was a thing that it's a fairly common in pressure situations, fourth quarter deals for receivers to dis- disappear and not get out of coverage because they're afraid to fail and all this sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. We talk about that a lot. I'm like, God, has that really happened? Because I guess it's the same handful of receivers that are always going for the big plays, you know, like Adam right. Thielen's and so on and so forth. Right. But it was interesting. He's an interesting guy. I learned a lot from him. And now Thielen's been hurt for, what, about a month? Yeah. It's been yeah, a while. I know. He's on my fantasy football team. I'm really pumped. <laughs> hamstring, right? Yeah, he's been having issues that with takes it. takes a I, – I, Hold mine playing kickball two summers ago, and it's finally better. Of course, I'm a little older than Adam, and mm-hmm. maybe not in quite as good a shape. But that thing, it takes forever for that. Only you could pull a hammy while playing kickball. I know it's just <laughs> terrible. What the hell? I know Adam Thulin did say though he doesn't want to play unless he can play a hundred percent. Well, I think so. when you're playing that position, you have to be able to play a hundred percent. Yeah, otherwise yeah. You're yeah. Get smoked. Yeah, he won't. He won't half-ass it. That's for yeah. sure. I love Adam Thulin. I think he's a good. Role model for kids. Yeah. So. I don't think there's any question about it. He was never even offered a college scholarship. He walked on at Mankato mm-hmm. State, which is a Division Two, I believe, their Division yep. Two school. Uh, really stood out, and then the Vikings rolled the dice, took a chance on him, and my God, did that work out? Nice. Yeah. You know, you love stories like that yeah, too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Tom, Tom Brady didn't go up very high in the draft either. No, he, he did like not. Bottom. He didn't even start at Michigan. Yeah. An amazing story. How is it that some coaches just miss that? I don't know. Or maybe it takes a while for the talent to yeah, maybe. but you don't know. Yeah, you might be right about that. It might be a, a, the, the situation that, that some players just all of a sudden, bam, it all of a sudden just happens. Yep. I guess. I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, I don't want to talk about the Vikings at all anymore because, <laughs> you know, it's the sons of bitches. Or the Gophers either. Leave me alone. Get away from me. I'm sorry. I wore my Gopher shirt. The Gopher shirt. Well, that's, well, the basketball team's not very good either. Take that off right yeah. now. Go away. The women's team's good, though. So that's good. The women's hockey team's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any case, what the hell was I just going to talk about? Something. We were talking about some whiny 18-year-old that just got $23 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We did. Who you know, my son's tents. 19. I can just hate to think of what would happen if he wound up with $23, $23 million. $23 and Dad, guess who? I'm never coming around anymore. You can't be blow you. it all on Fortnite. I know that. There's probably no. a limit to how much you could spend. Maybe she'll over. get it and do good things with it and right. grow she'll up to be a humanitarian. And cancer, all will be well. Let's right. get a shirt that fits. That's all I'm saying. Hey, oh, man, I, I get it. I dressed like a mom since I was like 14 years old. You did? Yeah. I've always... Like never, a mom? Yeah, I've never... I don't know. I could see being in the public eye and not wanting, just being like, I just want to do my thing and just be left alone. Yeah. I'll wear these tents. Just don't judge me. You for wore a tent. Whatever. How about assless care. chaps? How does that work? I feel like that would do the opposite. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> the do, are there actually, aren't all chaps assless? I think they are. They're I was going to say, I've never understood. 
assless traps because all traps <laughs> I thought they are. are. That's what I thought. I, like you have cowboys heard... riding through the sagebrush, right? Yeah. Well, and I've had to wear traps for when I rode horses, and you have, there's you? no there's no butt because it, it's to keep your inner thighs on the saddle and not like rub and pinch and oh, yeah. weirdness. I could see that. Hey, whatever works, right? That. We just wish those kids well. That's all I'm saying. I finally listened to some Lizzo over Thanksgiving. Never heard her. Any good? Uh, Gal can sing. I tell you oh, what. I thought she was she's... a rapper. Well, I no, it's kind of it's closer to pop music. I think at least the stuff that I oh, listen to. Okay. Yeah, she's got she's good. She's got range and yeah, I like a little Lizzo. bit of soul to her. And Sarah wouldn't let me listen. She goes, "Oh, she's so naughty." Ellie <laughs> went to a Lizzo concert when she was at the uh, oh, she dropped the bomb lot or something. Oh God, yeah. I'd love to see Lizzo, just because I feel like she, I hear that she puts on a very good show. Well, Lizzo. Ellie, Ellie said it was fabulous. Yeah, she plays the flute. Yeah, she's like a concert flautist and a really oh, great kind well, of soul singer, that. and she's just really? and she naughty also, as hell. And she also, but she also like during her shows, I guess you know, she's just like believe in yourself and trust your instincts and feel good about who you are. Like she's like Did she, she has a, a motivation about it. I think so. Well, well I hope she's that. probably. What two and a quarter, and she wears size two clothes. So yeah, she's, she's got some sort of a sense of humor. She got tight clothes, does yeah. she? <laughs> Where's yeah, the tight clothes? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know anything about her. Yeah, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. You should play the next bumper music. You should play the song "Good as Hell" by her because Sage Good as hell. Sage loves that song, <coughs> and Fawn sings it all the time. Good as hell. She sings the so the chorus goes i do my hair toss check my nails baby how you feel feeling good as hell and fawn will just walk around the house and be like hair toss check my nails oh great now i got a granddaughter (laughs) doing rap this is your fault that's not rapping she sings that part oh she sings it okay never mind you've heard that song before i'm sure i'm sure you yeah if you heard you'd be like oh yeah now looking at doug's hair color and andy's uh andy's hair and my hair only the women are going to be interested in this next story, but you should really pay attention to this. Hair la- story. <laughs> the latest story. cancer link for women. Hair dye? You got it. No, that's not surprising. No, hair dye. Not at all surprising. I so, only use really? hippy-dippy hair dye, so I'm good. You don't A lot of hair dye hair. is extremely hard. I highlight and low light my hair. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. So you have to use dye to do that? Why don't you use peroxide like they did when I was a kid? Yeah. Sun in, remember? That? Yeah, oh my God, I use sun in. Or a really? lemon. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, baby. Sun in. I definitely use sun in. When we went to Florida, I had a bottle of sun in and I'd spray it in my hair. And My buddy Terry Burnham always yeah. put a little hy- hydrogen peroxide stripe on his, on his, uh, his brow. He did. He always had that. He had Why the little, on his brow? I don't know. He just had a, like a blonde stripe right there. Pretty snazzy looking, I man. I peroxide safe. Well, I'm sure it is. It would yeah. kill all germs and everything else, wouldn't it? Yeah, there's some I think, wrong I would peroxide. I That's what I'm dunking all of our toothbrushes in constantly this week to try to not re-get <laughs> rotavirus or norovirus. I went through that stuff, a lot of that stuff. when I, I used to play a lot of softball, and you're always getting yeah. scraped up and stuff. Oh, yeah. Just... Yeah. Yep. Works yep. good, though. I put hydrogen peroxide on all of, yeah, Fawn's scrapes and stuff. One of the things that I just loved about being in a softball team later in life, because we had the radio and record softball team. R&R was our softball team. Mm. Matter of fact, we played our games at Dred Scott Field down by Alex's house now. Yeah. That's where we played all of our games, down at Dred Scott Field. Is that 90th and Lindale? Uh, yeah, kind of about yeah. there. Yeah, I got a, a little, little, little a further. That. Yeah, a little, a uh, little further west than that, but not much, okay. not far. But yeah, it was a, it was a great time. But the thing that amazed me about playing in a league softball, and it was a good team, so it was not like some schlubby team or whatever. So he played in a pretty good division. The fist fights oh, over yeah. softball. I know it's, it's like this is a softball game. You're not making any money. Calm down. But it's just that win thing. Win, 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 win. Isn't that amazing? Well, you know, 24-year-old guys are probably just got too much testosterone because you're going to fight yeah. for anything. Yeah, that's true. It's no, not the 50-year-old guys that are doing it. No. Yeah. No, thank God for that. It's not the 50-year-old yeah. guys that are doing it. That would not be good. You're absolutely right. But a lot of fun. God, I had a lot of fun doing that back in the day. I did, too. I it was a couple of years I played on three teams. I just played every day of the week. It was fun. 
Yeah, I do remember when I met Catherine, I stopped playing. Because I, I played literally like four nights a week before I met Catherine. And then you then met I, her and you just wanted to stare at her. And I just wanted to stare at her all the oh. time. And then about a year later, I went back. But what happened while I was gone for that year is they came out with the aluminum bats, the aircraft aluminum bats. And I played third base. Oh, boy. And I'm standing at third base just kind of, you know, trying out for the team. And so the guy comes over and he goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm just trying out for third base. He goes, you better back up, man. I said, what are you talking about? He said, you never played against aircraft aluminum bats, have you? I'm like, no. He goes, you need to back up about 20 feet. Yeah. <laughs> that ball came rocketing at you. That was yeah, unbelievable. Was played outfield. I had a good arm, so I always played outfield. Oh, did you? Yep. The Philly dog, man, he could play. The he Philly... was a baseball player in high school, in college, yeah. wasn't he? He got drafted by the Baltimore Orioles, the oh, Baltimore wow. Bullets in basketball, and the New York Jets in football. Got drafted in all three major yeah, sports. That's fancy. amazing. Because he didn't know about hockey. So was he, a, know, was he a guard? Because he's only what, even when he played, he was only, what, 6'2 or so? Yeah, that's about right. Yep, he was a guard in basketball. He was an outfielder in baseball. And he uh, obviously was a safety in football. It's the route he took. But, yeah, back in his day, as a matter of fact, you just didn't make much money in any sport. Well, a lot of guys played both, you know, more than one sport. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, back then. Uh, that Bo unusual? Jackson. Bo Jackson played football and baseball, and unfortunately it ended his career early. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. He, what, he broke his hip or something, didn't he? I don't remember, but it, it was it, he was done pretty quickly. He, he was. had, what, three seasons or something? And one very long. One very long, I know that, but he was fun to watch while he was there. He also, interesting about Bo Jackson, he had a, he had a very severe stuttering problem. Huh. And people didn't realize that. I, somebody told me they that did. They were just afraid he'd beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, there is that. Yeah, take your not, time, Bo. Yeah, take your time. Hey, you can say whatever you want to say. I'll be here for you when you get it all out, man. It's not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. Um, what do you two women think of this situation with Lyft and Uber? Twenty women, I think, nineteen women and one man have now filed a lawsuit, uh, and in some cases, I guess, just a complaint. But uh, they're saying that uh, all 20 people said they were raped by their Lyft or Uber driver. I would never get in a Lyft or an Uber by myself. I could. I see. That's that's smart. Never. I think that's really, really smart. I, I'm not that I'm saying. I'm generally a person that thinks the best of people. But that situation, no. They're, they're saying a lot, not a lot, but some Lyft and Uber drivers get into the business just so they can meet women. That's why really? they do it. I have, yeah, it's no. With my family or with like even another woman, I'd be fine, but right. not by myself. Not by yourself. Oh, that's smart. For, as a former Uber driver, I can tell you, there's tons of single women. I don't know yeah. if they're all single, but by themselves, yeah, that take Uber. Oh, all I'm the sure. Time. Yeah, really, absolutely. Yeah. But and you think about it, and I'm not defending the ride sharing deal, but so if there's 20 cases, there's millions, millions of Uber and Lyft rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are millions. Yeah, it is. I know. Yeah, no, it's I mean, just it's, it's a very small I'm percentage. Not, of... I'm not trying to say, well, it's too bad that it happens, which is obvious. Yeah, but I I think that you're <coughs> likely in danger doing other everyday activities than taking a lift. Yeah. Does it say like the like the areas that are most uh, I, don't know. To, I, I don't know. Like, Probably. Is it like, inter, like big cities like yeah, New York sure. or are I'm we talking sure, yeah. more rural? Well, there's not a lot of Uber out in the country. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. you know, it's. I'd get in an Uber maybe with like an escape hammer. <laughs> Boy, look at the time. We'll be right back. Open a window. Our, Ready we'll be to right go. back with our escape hammer right after this. <laughs> Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and first-hand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, perfect? <laughs> 
Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. I do my hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? That's Lizzo. You've heard this before. Toss, yeah, but she's not the first one that had Baby, this song. Yeah, it's her song. Tired of the bullshit. She's naughty. She's naughty. But Fawn likes her. What song yeah, is that originally? I have no idea. There's another song that sounds exactly like that. And I was trying to think of what, who the hell did it. I don't remember. Doesn't mm. matter. We'll move on from there. So Lizzo's kicking ass. That's what I understand. She sure is. Yeah, I would love to go see Didn't her. she get like nominated for eight uh, Grammys or something like that? Something like that, that yeah. A ton. It's true. All right. Uh, all women are going to have to answer for this one. And men, too, but because men are so stupid, it's unbelievable. (laughs) A British woman on trial for conspiracy to commit murder arranged for two lovers to battle for her affection in a medieval duel to the death. She said she couldn't pick one of them. You'll have to duel to the death, and whoever wins gets me. Okay. Got kind of a big ego there, don't you think, sister? And did they actually do it? Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Asta. So is, is England down to one woman now, or there's not, <laughs> yeah, there's not exactly. extras anywhere? Uh, Asta Jaskoskine, what's Asta? her name? Asta Jaskoskine, 35, had left her husband, Geirdruis Jaskoskas, uh, when she met a Lithuanian prisoner online. Oh, a Lithuanian prisoner. Mm. She's picking the good ones, isn't she? Mantis Kavadaris. Uh, was an acquaintance of another prisoner. I'm not going to say her name anymore. I'm sick to death of it. I'm just going to call her Asta J. Uh, had married in February, uh, believing they'd be together upon his release in March. Though the man was barred from entering the U.K., Kvadaris, 25, didn't have the same trouble. Released in May, he met Ms. J. in Stockholm before joining her in London two weeks later. That's when the duel went down, with 42-year-old Jaskoskis still pining for her affection just Koskine allegedly arranged for a fight in a Stratford uh, alleyway, per the Telegraph. That's where Jaskoskis bled to death because he was stabbed 35 times. Hey. Jesus. While Kavadaris uh, has admitted to murder, prosecutors agree, or excuse me, argue. Sorry about that. His girlfriend knew he planned to inflict serious violence on the father of her five-year-old daughter during what was in effect a latter-day medieval duel. Jaskoskine's friend... Jurgita Solcien is to testify for the prosecution. She told police she warned, uh, she'd warned of danger if Jaskoskis and Mantis were to meet. Jaskoskine's alleged response was that they would fight. This was not a fist fight that escalated. It was a murderous assault with a single-bladed knife with death as the inevitable outcome. So three people are that stupid. First of all, the, like more mo- than three. the moron woman for demanding they duel... And the two guys who duel for being morons. I mean, I love your mother, but I'm not getting a, a knife fight over your mother. Sorry. You're not going to duel over mom. I'm not going to not going to duel over mom. Wow. You know, I'd, I'd love to keep her long term if I could, but you know, oh, can you say keep anymore? Because it sounds like I own her then. If I right. say keep, no, yeah. that's, uh, no, I can't do that anymore either. Can my, you? Micro slavery aggression. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you see what happened to Peloton? I did. Uh, <laughs> I think it's funny. Your no, stock what? dropped 9%. Did it really? Why? Well, Nine buy it. Because of a commercial. What, at, what commercial? Oh, you haven't heard about the commercial, commercial that Twitter outrage. featured a young, uh, attractive woman who was really in great shape who was talking about how great 
Peloton was for, and the internet just went crazy. One, the funniest one I said I saw was somebody posted, yeah, uh, the new commercial for Peloton uh, charts a 115-pound woman's gold life or year-long struggle to get down to 112 pounds. Oh, well, no, that's what it was too. Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it's, uh, it was too. Oh, is it the Christmas one yeah. where she gets it for Christmas yeah. and then she like takes yeah. videos and then yeah. shows her husband? So what are you of, saying that she saw it? Why is it offensive and bad? Well, the 115-pound thing was a joke on Twitter. Yeah. No, but she actually was really thin. Yeah, before. I mean, she was, you know. But yeah, how but do you, you think she got thin? thin. Right. Yeah. You because don't... she exercises. Well, the bi- I think the big stink, too, was is that her husband seems kind of controlling and possessive and, like, wants yeah, he her to like look per- perfect. Right. Like, yeah. oh, she I didn't need this trophy Okay, this wife. is not, I don't know this commercial. You know, I don't. I haven't seen the well, commercial No, it's because either. the husband got her the I just faint so that means Maybe she controlling asked for it? If Dan got me a Peloton, I'd be pumped. Oh, my God, I would love a Peloton. You should see me when I get a new vacuum cleaner. I'm like, yes, sweet. Oh. I can't wait to use it. Oh, but my God. I live in the dream, baby. <laughs> live in the dream. I love new appliances and stuff That's what like Sarah that. How much are Peloton? Oh, a vacuum they're, cleaner? They're yeah. expensive. So stupidly Dyson, expensive. Uh, cordless. Are yeah. they really? Peloton's really expensive? They're, what, 1500 bucks or something like that? Well, that's all? Let's and see you have here. to pay like $30 a month for the classes. What? Yeah. Yeah, because it has a, a screen what? on it. You can take cycling classes. and yeah. Ooh, maybe I'll do Pay that. Pay 30 Instead bucks of... a month to have somebody yell at you. Catherine, Wait, no, I, I love... lost three pounds last year. Yeah, really good for you. Yeah. I love spin <laughs> I classes. It. I would love a Peloton. I don't get to go hardly at all. See, the cheapest Peloton is 2200 Oh, oh well. Yeah, they're really expensive. the most expensive one. And, they're, uh, yeah, and then it's $30 a month to have the classes do they have on. Any oh. that, do they have any that are motorized? Yeah, so you don't have yeah. to pedal. Electric. <laughs> Carry you don't have to pedal. Done with the cocktail. Yeah. Is this where you're going? Hey, I'm exercising. Right? No. Oh, God, feel the burn. <laughs> feel the burn, baby. All Pelotons are the same, but then there are packages. Okay, what are the packages? They just come with stuff. They come with special weights and a mat and that kind oh, of so stuff. Oh, so the, the Peloton's 2200 Yes. And then you can do the classes for 30 bucks a month. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. And you can just do the 30 classes. You can, like, get the Peloton app on your phone and then you use your, your own, own bike. bike. Oh, you can? Yeah. But the Peloton bike's got, like, a screen in it. I yeah, on the thing. But they have... I feel like you could just glue an iPad here. <laughs> I know, right? And just, I would put, like, but outdoor also the, scenery. But also the Peloton bike is, like, very... Very nice well, and yeah, like easy course. to shift because like the, oh, is it? the bikes at the gym that I take spin classes at are a lot nicer than any yeah. at home bike I've seen. No, how about the Tour de France bike that we have? That thing's not. So that bike was like two G's. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, what's wrong with it? It's not comfortable. It's not well, a Peloton. Pro- <laughs> it's not a Peloton. Yeah. It's well, the problem we have with it super is super clunky. It's too small for Catherine and me because she has very long legs for a woman. Oh. We just knocked on the door. Somebody just knocked on our door here? Yes. Oh. Hello, who is it? I can go check and see. It's Lizzo. It's Lizzo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I should tell you, Ryan Winkler is going to come on the morning show. Oh, he is. Good. He so is. He, got, he got a hold of you. Good for him. Yeah, we're going to talk about, about Geef. Hey, tell him to get mm. the governor to call me back. Tim Walls? Yeah, he's the governor still. Is he? Yep. I don't even know who the governor is anymore. It's like, yeah, whatever. I honestly don't. I literally have no idea. You don't pay any attention at all to it. Is. Yeah, don't blame you. Is that Keith Ellison? What the hell? No, he's the attorney general. Somebody, oh. somebody brought her a bird. No, a bird. <laughs> it's probably the building management for. Yep, it's the Excel <gasps> chocolates and give more to me. Nobody wants any of this. Nobody know. wants any of that. If it's chocolates, just send them my way. Probably. I don't know what it's in it, but you can. I'll do the tonight. unboxing. Mm. Yes. Well, who's it to? Happy holidays who's from us? the who's Excelsior Group. It's the, it's the management. building management. Yeah. Oh. Would you like to read the card? I'm going to no, reuse this box. <laughs> I hope it's a Peloton. Yeah, it might I be a Peloton be... and just little parts. Wishing so you a warm and cozy drop. holiday season. It is there's coffee? Caramel corn with chocolate syrup. Oh, I don't like caramel corn, so. Snack nut mix. Probably would like that. Chocolate covered peanuts. Those are the three things Is that it are okay in there? if I take this box? I'd of love course. to use no, this No, you know, box. it's my box. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't nice even box. think of taking my Maybe box. Maybe you're like Fawn and you're tired and you're territorial. Of Why don't you? <laughs> so you're not going to take any of those? No, I'm just telling you what. We can keep them here. Yeah, for well, guests. Whoever if any of guests. I'm not going to give guests sticky popcorn. Sizzling sweets. Yeah, exactly. Roggle, gloggle, gloggle. Chocolate covered peanuts Whatever. are good. Who? Well, then take them. 
Whoever wants them, you can have it. You're good to go. The building gets sent up some some candy and stuff or popcorn and this stuff. This building's great. Go to the other building. They didn't do anything. This is now I'll, my favorite I'll tell Mark building. Sherman that you're upset. What? The When we were at Acme, they sent us a really nice... Thing oh, an Acme every oh year. That God. thing it was, was like drooling like moose. Oh, like huge. that was Acme. Oh. That was, no, it was the building was managers, the building. but when we were my, in oh, that building. My favorite was when the Remarsics would come by. I remember Just that. Oh, that. God. Bring an entire baked turkey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God. I was like, really? No, it uh, it was pretty, pretty cool. That was a big mistake on their part. Because the only reason we moved out of that building is they, tri- they doubled the rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it did suck driving down there. I remember yes, one, it, did. it was in the it summertime, yeah. and I got off uh, on uh, 4th Avenue and 10th Street, you know, when you come yeah, up 35. Sure. And they had all this road construction going on, and the Yankees were playing the Twins. Oh, my oh, whenever God. there was a Twins it game. Oh. me almost an hour to get from 4th and, and 10th <laughs> to, to the, the building. Which yeah. I could have walked it in 20 minutes. Yeah, right? exactly. I know whenever there was a Twins game, it was so horrible. It was not good. You're absolutely right. I, I did love that space, though. That space I did too. Was, it was cool. Very, very elegant. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Very, no very elegant. Well, it, it was. Have, it didn't have a Queen Anne desk, though. It I mean, did not have a Queen Anne desk. It's way cooler now. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. So I didn't even know they were going to do that. Catherine moved a I bunch of uh, a bunch of stuff in here, and no one knows how it got here. No, Mom and Katie brought it. Mom and Katie did not carry that desk up. <clears throat> I don't know. You think so? They might have been able to. They're they're strong, they're independent strong women. women. I told your they're mother to, together, to back off that being strong as a woman. That I'm the strong one. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Can you imagine me talking to your mother like that? Yeah. Like, you need to act more like a. Frilly lady. Can you be more ladylike, please? <laughs> That's like the one time when Dan and I were like first started dating. That'd be the greatest ever. When Dan and I first started dating, he like was making a joke about something about like go and make me a sandwich or something, and I was like, you don't talk to me like that. <laughs> like no. So you, you make me a sandwich. Did you so, ever like the, when I open the car doors for? That's oh, come on. That's just being polite. No, I know, but, but but in her typical fashion, the way she told me about that was, I, I don't even bitch. know where we're married yet, but we went somewhere, and it's summertime, and I get out of the car, and I start walking, and it's like, where's Sarah? So I walk back over to her side of the car, and she puts the window down and says, these doors don't open themselves, you know. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. <sighs> Okay, we got to do something about the world because it's really getting out of control now. Uh, I just mentioned something very quickly. I don't know if you know this or not, but the Republicans and Democrats aren't getting along. That's all I want to say. I know it's hard for you to believe. That's changed since yesterday. (laughs) That's really changed a lot since yesterday. What a disaster that thing is. This, I don't know why on earth anyone would ever do this. Ask Winkler about that. I know you want to talk to him about pot, and that's interesting, but... That's great. I, I don't understand what the Democrats think they're going to accomplish by this. I don't either. There, it, I don't get. It's never going to happen. So why are you wasting our money? I don't get it. I wish all these politicians. Were, let me ask you that, Doug, because you're you know you've been around politics your whole life and all the rest of it. Does it kind of make you uncomfortable that three billionaires, one's a president and two want to be president? Yeah, that is. Uh, That's scary to me. Well, I think it's an ego thing, right? It's also a power thing. Yeah, well, no yeah. About Once it. you're a billionaire, the only way you can go up is to become president. The president. Basically. That's but then about you look it. at some billionaires, and you know, it's not like I'm going to be one. That I think that some of them get to a certain level, and they go, "Enough is enough." I'm, like Bill, Bill, Bill Gates, Gates is like a that, great yeah. example. Of that they're spending it as fast as yeah. they can, yeah, it's true. trying to cure. I, I've watched this uh, a few episodes of this uh, Bill's Brain. And it's all about Gates trying to, he's trying to solve dysentery in Africa. So he has this competition about who can make toilets as cheap as possible. It will just, you know, it's gross, but he's spending a couple hundred million dollars figuring out how to get rid of poop. Mm. Yeah, it is a good thing. I also do not understand, and I talked about this on the radio, as a matter of fact, Michael Bloomberg bought $100 million of advertising. What is he worth? Like what, fifty billion or something like, like that? It's at least twenty billion. He's worth a ton of money. Spends a hundred million dollars on advertising, none of it on the radio. 
Are you stupid? That is weird, isn't mm. it? That's really stupid. And you know what's kind of funny? Because I saw the first ad of his that I've seen this morning, and they call him Mike. Oh, it's Mike he's, Bloomberg he's trying now, to be yeah. Old Mikey B wants to be president. Guy of the Mikey B, baby. <laughs> That's your guy right there. Yeah, I I don't know. that. Just If, if even billionaires really thirst to be president, there's something wrong, man. That's not good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do know. It's just upsetting. We do have the Diesel brothers on. Uh, maybe they could weigh in. Oh, they, we, well, you know but what? But it's going to be perfect for going into car selling. Seasons. We have to. We have to take a break. Well, we still have another they, segment left. So yeah, can yep. they be on? Yeah, bring them in. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll be. We'll, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Heavy D. <laughs> Is it heavy D? Heavy D and. I love heavy D. We'll be right back in two seconds. A special guest up next with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, she's rocking out, man. That's all I know. Ladies and gentlemen, the Diesel Brothers return. Uh, oh my God! It's next Monday already, December night. Uh, it is seven o'clock Central Time on Discovery Channel. That's very very cool. Discovery's Diesel Brothers back for a new season, a supersized first when it debuts on December 9th. Heavy D and Diesel Dave, how are you? Doing good. How you doing? Doing extremely well. Extremely. Although I did find something out. Are you getting a call? Yeah, it was Art. I'm not. Oh, Art was calling to tell us that you were on, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Art, how are you, man? Good to no, talk to you. We'll talk to you. No, I know. I'm just talking to him directly because he's probably listening. Uh, I hope so. Merry Christmas to Art. Indeed, Heavy D and Diesel Dave. Uh, Art's trying to call me, tell me to get on the phone, but I'm already on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I see. That's kind of Art-like. That'd be fine. (laughs) Art gets mad at me all the time, and I don't even know why. Whatever. Whatever works. It's it's fine. Uh, You know, I found something out. uh, I did not know this. But there was another man named Heavy D. You knew that Heavy D, didn't you? There was another Heavy D. Oh yeah. He's been dead for eight yeah, years. Yeah, there's a lot of confusion uh, when 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 I go to an event and you know they announce Heavy D and I stand <laughs> up and people look around and they're like, wait a minute, that's, that's <laughs> not the guy we're there. I paid forty bucks for this, <laughs> so so you don't look like the original. You don't look like the other Heavy D. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> That's very funny. I'm not as talented of a musician as he is. Well, I'm not either. So, Heavy D, you and I are shoulder to shoulder on that one. Diesel Dave, you're the only Diesel Dave, though, aren't you? Huh. Nope. Yeah. Oh, there's nope. another Diesel Dave, you to too. And search, uh, Diesel Dave and just don't do the work. Oh. <laughs> what? It's probably a poor I'm the only one that I know of. Oh, God. 
No, now you got me off topic a little bit. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take up 30 seconds of your time, gentlemen, okay? Cause I, I, wait till your lunch break. <laughs> okay, I can wait for my lunch break. I can do that. I'll do that. Ladies and gentlemen, brand new season of Diesel Brothers. It does return Monday, December 9th. That is next Monday, of course. Everyone's favorite trucking team is back for a season of bolder builds, bigger trucks, and more hijinks, dad jokes, and freestyling lyrics than ever before. I want to hear all about it. It's up to you. Heavy D, Diesel Dave. Tell me all about the show. Love it. All about the new season? Will yeah. Will spoil everything right now? Well, no, 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 no. Just right, well, uh, how, the, how the show started, <laughs> things like that. No, don't tell us about the new season. I want to watch the new season. Well, we started almost a decade ago with uh, probably more than a decade now. Oh, it's come in a long time. Just building trucks and running a YouTube video show and uh, – Get a prank on some people down the street from us, and they put us on the Jay Leno show in a segment called Prank Very Much. Yeah. And next thing we knew, we were getting calls from people at Discovery who must have been watching the Jay Leno show that night, and they wanted to film the show on us. We didn't believe them at first, but all of a sudden they flew a crew out here and started filming the show, and now we're doing something we never thought we'd be doing. That is so amazing to me that that the Internet, that YouTube has done that. You go, I mean, YouTube is the source now, isn't it, pretty much, for all that kind of kind of stuff. Uh, YouTube oh, yeah. is huge. Yeah, all YouTube and social media, you get you get all the advertising you want for your own company free through the internet now. Fantastic. Yeah, that is unbelievable, and I just, uh, the whole situation is fascinating. So how did you guys know? First of all, where are you guys from? Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, you both are? Okay. And have you known each other for a long time? Did you go to school together or anything like that? Yeah, we kind of grew up together uh, for the last 15, 20 years. That's very cool. So whose idea was, was still it? Still growing up. Yeah, me too. And I'm, I'm a little older than you guys, but I'm still growing up too. But um, so did, did you come with the idea together? Did one of you have the idea and the other one enhanced it? Well, how did that the whole thing happen? I don't think there was ever like the moment where we said, hey, we got this idea, let's do it. It was, hey, that looks fun, we should do that. Uh, this looks fun, we should do this. And then... You know, these, these fun, goofy things that we were doing just, you know, naturally kind of snowballed into a little bit of a business model. And then we thought, well, this this was fun. We should maybe post a video of what we're doing. And then as we did that, people started showing more and more interest. So none of this has ever really been intentional, I guess, in the beginning. Um, now we know that it's a business and we got a tiger by the tail. So we tried to capitalize on it as much as we can. But in the early days, it was really just a couple of guys doing what they liked. Isn't that how life should be, though? You're doing something you like. You, you you roll the dice, put it up on YouTube. People paid attention. Now you got a great thing going. That's I mean, that's that's the American dream right there, man. It's true, man. You just got to do what you love and love what you do. That's yeah, funny. When we first started filming the show and they were asking us, you know, what we should do for a name on the show and stuff like that, we pushed really, really hard to have it be called the American dream because that's exactly what we feel like we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we don't ever feel like we're working because, like we said, what we do is what we would be doing whether we were working or not. We're just having fun. Yeah, and that's the whole deal. Now, now where, where did the initial, I mean, uh, why the Diesel Brothers? I mean, was it a situation where, where you just were both really fascinated by the diesel engine, or how did it all, how the name come about? Yeah, so diesel engines have always been a big part of what we do in you know, running equipment, buying and selling trucks. We found, uh, you know, we have way more interest in diesel-powered vehicles than gas-powered vehicles. And uh, the best way to, to kind of view it is the diesel vehicle market is kind of what the classic car market used to be, where, you know, growing up, you'd look at classic cars and the old 60s and 70s Mustangs was like exactly what everybody wanted. Now, today's generation of high school kids and, and you know, the younger generation – they don't view those classic cars as much as they view like, you know, 80s and 90s trucks. And when diesel power kind of became available, mainstream. So it's just been a cultural shift that we were a part of. And I think we were lucky enough to kind of view it as a business opportunity and get it on an early. Now, I'm going to come across as a dumbass radio guy by asking this next question. But many years ago, when I pull in to fill my car up with, you know, premium or, you know, regular whatever, Diesel was always about a buck a gallon less, or fifty cents a gallon less, or seventy-five. But now diesel is more expensive than than regular fuel. Why, why is that? You know, it all boils down to just 
whatever the supply and demand is. I mean, ultimately, yeah. diesel is a little more simple to make than gasoline because it takes less refining. Uh-huh. Uh, but really, it boils down to how many semi-trucks are cruising down the road and how much fuel they're burning and what the economy is doing. So I, I personally believe that, you know, either one of the fuels are significantly more to produce than the other one. It's just a matter of what people are willing to pay for it. Making the money. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 seriously, because it's now, isn't diesel now about a dollar more than, than unleaded? Uh, diesel's been floating around $3, maybe three fifty for the last couple of years, at least out here in Utah. Yeah. But the thing about diesel that's different than gas is uh, most people's livelihood depends on diesel, meaning if you're a trucker or oh, in construction yeah. or whatever it is, your truck is your lifeline to work. So you have to put fuel in that. Otherwise, you're not going to work that day. Whereas gas, you know, people can ride the bus. They can do ride share. They don't necessarily rely on their vehicle to be their office where diesel-powered vehicles usually, you know, a, a diesel pickup truck is designed to be a contractor's office all day, every day. So, yeah. uh, you know, if he doesn't put fuel in it, he doesn't go to work that day. That makes total sense. Now, Dougie is with us. Doug uh, works at Walzer Automotive Group. Well, how many dealerships you got now, Doug? Uh, I think we got, well, I don't have them. I just, I'm a worker bee. We've got 25 in two states. 25 dealerships in two states. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story, my diesel story. So um, we had, uh, we have a couple of Subaru stores and Mazda stores, and I got to know Subaru and Mazda are small enough companies that a guy like me can talk to the top dogs, you know, the president and so on and so forth. And I was really impressed by the, you know, the diesel V-dubs and all this sort of stuff. So I kept grinding on uh, Mazda and Subaru. It's like, when are you going to bring diesels into this country? The Subaru Outback was sold in England. It got 55 miles a gallon, a ton of torque. Yeah. It was just great. And they kept saying, well, you know, we'd, we'd love to bring it in. We're just struggling to get it to pass uh, U.S. emission standards. And I said, well, the Germans figured it out. Boy, did I wind yeah, up. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> call them back and go, yeah, never mind, guys. Sorry about that. Although diesel is, it does burn cleaner than yeah. gasoline, I think. So, Is that, is that true? It does definitely it? does. It has less emissions when it's tuned correctly. So, right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, whatever it burns, it falls back down to the ground, right? It just becomes... A natural decomposition, I believe, right? Doesn't go into Am the I right? air like gasoline. Yeah. By the way, I should point out Heavy D and Diesel Dave that uh, the rest of us have been here for an hour. My wife just got here. So, you know. Mm. <laughs> In fairness to her, she's been apparently hello. moving okay. furniture the I've last couple of days. They've been moving furniture this hello. morning. They're saying hello to you, honey. Heavy D and Diesel Dave. Hey, Heavy D I'm Diesel I feel Dave. Like <laughs> he was out moving furniture, and you're sitting here doing the radio show. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Boy, look at the time. I'd like to talk more, but i got to hang Who's up. Who's the real man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's the real man here? Yeah, i got to be honest with you, you both. I, I, I've been a lifelong radio guy. So I'm, I'm not all that good at moving furniture and things like that. All the time. It's not don't like, roll your eyes. Don't roll your eyes. It's not like you have to take a class. You just pick it up. Tom would rather have his legs broken than move. Get out of bed. Yeah. You'd have to get out of bed to do that. Exactly. Was that Diesel Dave or Heavy D that said that? You're, you're my new favorite. Well, it depends. Did, did you like it or not? Yes, I, I did. It. it was Heavy D. <laughs> it was Heavy D. Uh-huh. Heavy D told me that's the case. <laughs> I, you know, see, this is. I think this is great for listeners to tune in and hear people talk about these kind of... You don't hear this kind of stuff too much. I do love the fact that we've gotten to the point, finally... I'm not, in general, a huge fan of digital because it just... Uh, all you're going to say diesel. No. Screw digital. that stuff. Screw diesel. Yeah, so what I was going to say to D. Uh, is, uh, if his name were Digital Dave, I wouldn't be going after digital <laughs> the either. The Digital Brothers. <laughs> the Digital Brothers. Heavy digital and That's digital. My oh, here. Diesel Digital Dave. There you go. Triple D. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> uh, well, that's how life should be. You know, it all works out in the end. Uh, no, I just. Um, like I said, I, it, we were talking, Catherine, before you got here about this is the American dream where a couple of guys been hanging out together for 15, 20 years, whatever it's been. They had this idea. They took it on YouTube, had a ball doing it, and said, hey, let's do that again. And and how how again did they reach out to you? Uh, I think they just started calling us on the phone. It's been so long, I can't really remember exactly how they reached out, but someone must have been watching Jay Leno that night. And we started getting phone calls from mystery numbers, which we probably denied for the first any time, thinking they're solicitors. Right, know? right. And I think they just eventually flew a team out here because we weren't answering the phone. 
What? <laughs> you're unbelievable. Are you well, sure I don't you're not blame radio? Him. I, any number I don't recognize. You no, can't, I don't you answer, can't answer. It's always. No, you're right. These you, know, guys, you, guys, you guys can go to Radio Shack and buy like an answering machine if you like. Answering machine? What the hell's that? <laughs> what's Radio Shack? That was what's, the other yeah. part of the show. What's, yeah, what's Radio Shack? Yeah, that's true. Oh. Are they done now? Are they completely oh, yeah, they've done? Been, I they've think been done they for a couple years. Yeah, I think oh, they might they really? not exist anymore. I'm not sure. My God, no, what's they next? they exist online, I think, though. Oh, okay. they on, exist online? Yes. So what's going to go next? The ice box? Yeah. <laughs> no Thank more ice men. <laughs> no more. Uh, you guys still have just a ball doing this, it sounds like. I mean, first of all, you know, it kind of, unless you're good at faking it, you sound like you guys really, really like working together. You're having a ball doing it. Discovery Channel, tell me about that, because I love Discovery Channel. Why? They do a lot of things right there, don't they? Yeah, Discovery Channel, they've definitely, I think they're a front runner as far as somebody who understands what viewers want to see, because they create shows that. I didn't even know I needed to watch until I see it. And then when I see it, I'm like, damn, like, why am I so interested in this? It's because, obviously, you know, they know what people like and what what, uh, what interests people. And sometimes it's the simplest, craziest stuff. But that's what Discovery does really well. Obviously, they did well with our show, finding that uh, we have the capability of entertaining not just gearheads, but families, uh, which we didn't even know we had the ability to do. It is real. I just realized you work with another guy. It's not. It's not only Heavy D and Diesel Dave. It's also the Muscle. <laughs> is his name Russell? Yeah, Muscle. The Muscle. Is it Russell the Muscle? <laughs> Did you say Russell? Russell, Russell the Muscle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Doug said Russell the Muscle. It's his fault. That's all I have. To, so, so the Muscle. So, what does the Muscle do? And, and when did the Muscle join you? Uh, Russ, uh, I almost called him Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Russell the Muscle. You just like called him Russell? <laughs> a new name. That was phenomenal. He's going to uh, come after me. Tell the Muscle I I don't live in Minnesota, so don't come over here because everybody calls him Russell now. <laughs> yeah, he'll find you. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. He'll find you. Okay. Um, no, he's, a, he's just kind of one of us. He's one of our buddies for years, and he grew up doing the truck stuff with us, and we worked together on and off on different little projects, onesies and twosies here and there. But once we realized that he'd be a great addition to the team as far as a parts guy, you know, we brought him on as quick as we could. And the timing worked out great because pretty much right as soon as we hired him was when the show started. And uh, the best part is we're all really best friends still. You know, outside of the TV show, we still go on vacations together with our families. We spend, you know, uh, time together at holidays and stuff with each other. We're not sick of each other yet, I guess, which is a good thing, right? Yeah, it's a really good thing, as a matter of fact. As long as you can hang on to that, the better off you're going to be. I was hoping you were going to say, oh, the muscle? He does mostly spreadsheets, actuarial work. <laughs> That's right. The muscle's just He's incidental. A, no, muscle's a numbers guy. That's all he is. Got any handwriting, but I don't think he knows how to do a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably true. <laughs> Heavy D and Diesel Dave, the Diesel Brothers, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, this upcoming Monday, December 9th, at 7 Central, 8 o'clock Eastern, and Pacific, of course, on Discovery Channel. Uh, as you get the season rolling, I'd love to have you come back. We'll talk some more. I, uh, you guys did a great job. You do a good interview. Hey, thanks very much. Absolutely. Have a great day. You do a good job asking the questions. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate that immensely. It's a love fest. Have a magnificent day. We will be back yeah, in a bit. pick up your furniture moving game, we'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, oh, have you talked to Catherine, my <laughs> wife? Is that what this is all about? Boy, look at the I time. I people are on my side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, I got to... I got to... Move something, <laughs> but it's not furniture. Thank yeah. you very much. Great oh, to be. Great. Anyway, thank you, gentlemen. Have a magnificent day. We'll be back with the family.